Listen here, y'all. Listen real close. Closer. Come on, don't be scared. Snuggle on up with your little wolfie boy. Prepare to be comforted by the sounds of your favorite cuddle bug, Wolf the Dog. Broadcasting live from 694.2 PTBP, the radio station of your dreams, baby. This week's Howlin' with Wolf comes from at J51Roper on Twitter, who tagged at pretending pod in one of them there tweets. Wow, what a thoughtful act of support on a social media platform that Wolf definitely knows how to use without help. Thanks, my baby. They write, Hey, Wolf, my dog. Been missing your dulcet tones since I moved from contention to the city. It was a real pleasant surprise to hear your pirate station up and running. Can you give a shout out to my lady still living in contention? I haven't heard from her in a couple days, so I think she must be mad at me. Why else won't she return my calls? Bethany Ann, Laberbara, if you're listening, I love you. Hmm. Now that I think about it, no one from contention has returned my calls. Huh. From JR, pronounced JR not Junior, from Twitter, slash the city. Well, JR not Junior, I once had me a little wolfy gal who would never return my calls. The only thing that got her attention was when I threw a brick covered in crawdad grease through her window in the dead of night. She finally started talking to me, though it may have been to scream at me that she was calling the police. So Bethany Ann, return JR not Junior's calls, won't ya? If you don't, we'll have to assume something bad is going down in contention that would prevent true love from blossoming. Speaking of bad shit going down that prevents any of us from finding true happiness, this is the news. Last time, our intrepid former police officers entered the Glass family compound and took a strange elevator, meeting a nice old lady in her spell performing friends on the way down to some kind of massive, dank, aquatic interrogation chamber. On metal catwalks above murky green water, they found Francis Beans interrogating Kathy Piston while lowering George Piston into the foul aquarium. Unsurprisingly, a bit of a tussle ensued. Also unsurprisingly, Keith Vigner found his way into the water, but as he was climbing up George Piston's body to escape from an unknown creature in the depths, that very beast swallowed the two of them and dove back into the hideous and opaque pool below. Oh no, y'all. That can't be good, can it? Oh well, I have a note here from my producer. Seems like back in episode 34, we claimed there would be some sort of announcement when we hit 100 reviews on iTunes. And with a last minute push following a post from user Bruska on the subreddit, we have surpassed this 100 review mark. Thank you so much to each and every one of you. These reviews really do help spread the madness further and further. Wolf bless you my children, every one of you. For your efforts, we are sponsoring a giveaway slash contest over on the subreddit, r slash pretending to be people. You can enter by submitting PTBP inspired fan art, fanfic, or cosplay. Receive up to three entries in the giveaway by submitting in each category. However, you can submit as many entries as your wolf pup heart desires to try to win the contest. For the giveaway, 
way, we will randomly select two entries, and both lucky listeners will win a D&D 5e starter set and five sets of dice. Perfect to introduce your friends to the best hobby, next to dumpster diving, of course. Huge shout out to at DM Grizzly on Instagram for offering up these sweet rewards. In addition, the second entry selected will also receive a box of D&D dungeon tiles that Luke touched. A welcome addition to any GM's map building stockpile. As for the contest aspect, the cast of pretending to be people will choose their favorite submission, and that absolute champion will win a copy of Delta Green the role-playing game, which includes not one, but two rulebooks, the Agent's Handbook and the Handler's Guide, as well as five sets of dice to prepare you and four friends for the fight to hold back the relentless darkness creeping steadily forward. We will accept submissions until 11.59pm Central on September 23rd, and we will announce the winner shortly thereafter. You'll be happy, Wolf will be happy, and when Wolf is happy, he claps his hands on the three and four. It is Kudzu, and they are bringing us no backbone. So we finally got Luke off the podcast. <laughs> Good riddance to bad Lukes. That's what I say. <laughs> that was voted on by the Patreon listeners. Yeah, so you can subscribe uh, for five dollars a month or up, and mm-hmm. uh, you get to you get to vote him off as much as you want. <laughs> no, that sucks. <laughs> we can't Chewbacca him without a. Uh, is he Han or Luke? He'd be Luke. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's fitting. <laughs> Damn it. You just wanted to be Han Solo, but... Well, uh, I'm not Han Solo, but John Lee Pettymore is compared yeah. to Keith Vigna. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not Han Solo. <laughs> I'm not. I'm no Han Solo. I'm not a hero. <laughs> I'm just a guy on a role-playing podcast. Don't call me a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Fine, <laughs> I'm a hero. <laughs> don't make me sing. Just don't rub my face in it, you know? <laughs> my heroic, rugged face. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see that heroic, rugged face on our Instagram at Pretending Pod. Woof, let's dive into it. Wow, we. <laughs> on that jovial note. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Keith dived into it. <laughs> Those murky black waters from which you'll never return. Clark Bishop, John Lee Pettymore, and Francis Beans are standing on a recently made wet catwalk as the water begins to calm in front of them. You guys see a couple bubbles rise to the top. Keith? Keith? Silence, prisoner. Don't speak about your captors in such a familiar tone. <laughs> M- Mr. Vigna? <laughs> that's, that's better. <laughs> what is Frances doing? She is standing perfectly still, staring at the water along with you guys. And then she looks over at you. 
I guess let's just fucking hang this guy up and we can torture him or, you know, interrogate him at like the same time. Yeah, sure. All right. Why don't you get that hook ready and I'll get him ready. Okay, so she jumps and grabs on to the rope and swings across to the other side of the catwalk. The chain? Yes, sorry, the chain. Uh, She grabs on to this wet, mossy-covered chain and swings across to the other side and then walks toward you guys with the chain with the fish hook on the end of it, and she begins walking toward you. What do you do? I I walk around the other side away from her. (laughs) Stop being so squirrely, prisoner. As she's approaching with the fish hook, like she's stretching the chain out behind her, right? Like yeah. hauling it. I want to try to like sneak attack her and just shove the hook right into her face. Ooh. Okay, let's go ahead and. Oh, I want to be like here. Get let me let me see that. Pass it here, and then I just want to shove it straight up through her brain. All right, let's do a melee contest. Go ahead okay. and roll uh, melee combat for me. I have. Okay, so we've got unarmed combat and melee weapons. Yes. It'll oh, be right. This would be weapons. a melee weapon. Yeah. yeah, okay. Gotcha. Glad I didn't put any points in that. Yay! <laughs> 10. Yeah. Uh, she rolled a 12. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it. So as you move to grab this and uh, basically attack her with it, she gets the jump on you and immediately turns it around and shoves it into your, let's see, what damage would this be? Let's call it a D8. I mean, can I try to dodge? No, you failed the competition against her and she shoves it directly into your shoulder and the fish hook goes, and you can feel it break into the metal underneath your skin and then push through the metal that is just on the other side of your skin as it goes into your shoulder. What's that put your hit points at? What did you roll? Six damage. Uh, That puts me at 13. Alrighty, and as she does that, it is Clark Bishop's turn. Can I try and kick her and push her or shove her into the water that she's standing near? Absolutely. That'll Hold be... on, I'd like to persuade her again. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be unarmed combat. Are we good? No. What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you fucking with me right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're, you're not yet, not yet. <laughs> So Luke thought we called his name, and so he came barging into the room. Uh, wow. It was your scream, I bet, uh, when, when you it, get the hook. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I mean, <laughs> hook, that, Luke. That, very similar. I didn't scream hook. <laughs> <laughs> you just screamed the thing that hurt you. Gun! Hook! <laughs> <laughs> It's a strange pronunciation, but it got his attention. I am unarmed combating her to push her into the water. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll it. Oh, oh, I did. Oh, my God. It's a crit success. Yeah, it's a 66 on a 70. I thought I crit failed, but I got a 70 in that unarmed. All right. So I gave Luke a check for avoiding going into the water is a dexterity check. So I'm gonna, even though you crit succeeded, I'm gonna give her the same roll, but I'm gonna give her a negative 40 to her dexterity, which actually puts her dexterity at 30. So if she can roll- Why even roll? Why don't you just- A success on a 30, <laughs> then she can avoid. And I rolled a 44. Thank fuck. A crit fail. Crit fail. A crit fail. 
So do you want to describe what happens as Francis Beans shoves this small girl, shoves this big fish hook, this big, like, rusty fish hook into John Lee Pettymore. You come up and... Kick her off, kick her center mass, and just fling her into the water. But for the crit failiness of it, I want you to tell me what happens. Yeah, no. <laughs> as as you as you kick her, she is actually going to smack her head on the side of the catwalk as she falls in, and her limp body immediately just like belly flops onto the water. Kathy Piston starts hollering. She's like, oh, fuck yeah, baby. That is what I like to see. (laughs) And the limp, soon to be perhaps corpse of Francis Beans lies floating on top of the dark green murky water below. We're going to cut to Luke. Oh. What? <laughs> He's in a fish. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You mean? I'd like mean... to see him get out of this conundrum. <laughs> it's character creation. That's all they're gonna do tonight. <laughs> would actually be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I think we decided that Thomas either just yelled or he mispronounced hook or... Yeah, well, I was all the way in the kitchen talking to Taylor. I just heard a loud yell with a K sound at the end. So I was like, oh, I think they're calling me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just miss you guys. Exactly. That makes sense. It's time for you now. Okay. Well, I can't say that I'm excited about it, but let's (laughs) see where it goes. It's extremely wet and dark and all you hear is as all of this viscous membrane and water is pouring in and you also hear the cries of George Piston who is inside this creature with you first off I need you to roll sanity 16 on a 9. You're going to lose one sanity. That puts me at my breaking point. Oh, okay. Well, then let's get you a mania from the Call of Cthulhu 7th edition rulebook. Okay, I'll roll three times. Three times on a D100. Uh, 67. Alrighty. 21. All right. And 84. 84. 67, 21, 84. Alrighty. 67 is Melomania, which is an obsession with music or a specific tune. Okay. 21 is Cacodemania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't memorize all 100 of <laughs> Apparently these? not. Cacodemania. Cacodemania. Mania? Fuck. Cacodemania is a pathological belief that one is inhabited by an evil spirit. Okay, I, really I like, like that, that one. Already. And what's the last one? 84 is the 84 last one. 84 is Plutomania, which is the obsessive desire for wealth. I'm going to go ahead and say the second one where I think, what is it? I'm possessed by a demon? Cacodemomania. Cacodemomania. Can you spell it? Yeah, C-A-C-O-D-E-M-O, mania. Okay. 
And you so pronounce you pronounce it just as well as I could. Cacodemomania. <laughs> Cacodemomania is a pathological belief that one is inhabited by an evil spirit. So now, Keith Vigna. Ooh, I like this. You have both had the empathy taken from you. Correct. And you also believe yourself... To be inhabited by, <laughs> by an, an evil, evil spirit. spirit. It's a very fun combination. <laughs> that is good. And you are inside of a giant creature with George Piston mm-hmm. who cries out in the darkness, You got my you got my leg. You got you got my leg. Who is that who who I is did, Am I grabbing onto his leg? I right believe now? you were still holding on to it from when you were holding on trying to climb up him. I say nothing and I try to claw my way up George Piston put my foot on his head and reach and try to get as close up to the mouth of this creature as I can. Absolutely. So what I'm going to need you to do as you are pushing your back against this disgusting membrane, you actually feel the mucus and the, the viscous sludge that is the inside of this creature, perhaps burning what is that feeling? It's it's not quite burning. It's it smells terrible in here, and you feel pain, and you have no senses. Me? Yeah. Ooh. So I'm gonna need you to roll Constitution. If I don't roll over this, I'm gonna be real mad. What do you have in Constitution? God damn it! <laughs> Seventy. I rolled a eighty-nine. Alrighty, you are going to take two damage. Okay, not bad. And you continue climbing up George Piston starts screaming out and he's just like no no it fucking burns I punch him in the face to (laughs) shut him up it's completely dark in here so go ahead and roll at a negative 40% you're unarmed I can't I can't roll that then. Okay, so you. So I don't do that. You're swinging wildly at what you think might be George Piston. Your fists are only getting more inside fish man creature. Okay, uh, I just continue curling up then. As you begin climbing up, this massive, disgusting creature is going to attempt to swallow harder in order to digest you sooner. Okay. As it moves and contracts its muscles, it rolls a 19, and you begin moving down from where you were, and it is clear that the muscle, muscly walls on either side of you are pushing you further into this fish creature, and you are exactly where you were last round. Go ahead and roll a constitution check as more juices flow over your skin. The face, the face that Luke just made. I roll a 90. Well, that sucks. Okay, I'm getting even more new dice. <laughs> Let's go ahead and roll some it, damage here. Gonna, God damn it. Six. I have been rolling like bullshit tonight. Six. Yeah, you're going to take six more damage as these juices like literally start burning that your skin. That puts me down to 17, and instead of crawling up, I take out my very small, very powerful pistol and fire off as many shots as I can around, you know, like a, not in the same spot, but around the same spot to try to put a hole in this creature. (laughs) All right, go ahead and roll 2d10 for damage for me. 12. 12. You begin shooting and you can feel the writhing and discomfort within this creature that you are within as it begins to freak out and it's swimming all or like 
the movement is uncanny compared to how smooth everything was before. I mean, your gun fires and you can feel the pressure that you've blown into the inside of this fish, but there's no water gushing in from the side or anything yet. And it decides to continue its plan of swallowing you further. So it is going to roll again. Am I doing con again? or? And then I need you to roll con. Thank you. That is a 44 on a 70. Oh, all right. I, you were still going to take damage, just a lower dice, but with a crit success, you will take no damage from this mucus. Hell yeah. And you are still in the same spot you're in. What I want to do is I want to pull out a frag grenade, stick it in the hole <laughs> that I've made with my gun, and then I want to push George up against that hole oh my to God. protect myself. Oh, that is rough. Eat shit, fish. Holy shit. Okay, I'm going to have you roll an athletics check in order to move George Piston into position. It's 45 on a 50. 45 on a 50. As... You do exactly what you described. You pull out a frag grenade. You knew exactly where they were on your belt. Or inside, I'm sorry, inside your massive... In my, in my, in my trunks at this point. These are doubling as swimming trunks. And I've never seen cargo shorts used as swimming trunks. That's a lie. I live in southwest Missouri. I've definitely seen cargo well, shorts used as swimming trunks. technically swimming trunks now. <laughs> and you shove this frag grenade up into the hole that you've made with your small but powerful gun and then you grab the underneath the arms of George Piston and move him directly over the position which he would usually I think he would win the medal of honor for Jesus had he not Christ. been put there by me <laughs> taking one for the team uh do you think that part of your action of doing this is caused by your new belief that there is an evil spirit inside of you? Absolutely. And or then, are you just giving yourself a pass? Because no, well, it's there's an evil spirit inside of me, and I literally part of my brain that has empathy is missing. Oh, yep. I said it so earlier, and I already forgot. The uh, combination of the two, I am... I'm better than everybody I know, and I don't give a fuck if you die for me to live. All right. Well, let's go ahead, and I'm going to roll some damage here. Actually, I'll have you roll the damage. Okay. What do you want me to roll? I'm sure that there is a specific amount of damage taken from a frag grenade, but I'm going to say that you're going to roll 46 because you are putting him literally right up against it. Six, ten, eleven. 11. So you're going to have that and you're going to take half that damage rounding up. So you take six more damage. Okay. However, you have successfully blown a hole in the side of this creature. You immediately feel cold water rushing in, whereas before you were just surrounded by warm, wet mucus and guts, but now there's this cold, murky water coming in, and you can kind of feel an opening that you can grip. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I want to Ace Ventura out of this <laughs> fish. 
Can you describe that in physical detail for me? Well, I've never seen Ace Ventura. The grenade explodes. Shrapnel pretty much blows George in half. So that's the reason why water's rushing in instead of him being stuck up next to it. Is his body's blown in half. He may still be alive for a minute, but probably not. I miss Leo! I stick my head with my hands right up against my like forehead, uh-huh. and I start ripping this fish open, and I'm just wiggling my face out to where it's barely out, and then I, with all of my strength, push myself out <laughs> into the water. Out of this fish. Is this did did it's always sunny do the exact same joke as Ace Ventura? It was Ace Ventura <laughs> putting his face out of a fake rhino's butthole. Oh, okay. That's I'll very show it good. to you after this. I think Frank uh Danny DeVito comes out of a couch. Yeah, very yeah, similar very to similarly. that. All right. Well, you are birthed out of this uh, massive creature. I pull a Jonah, except I think Jonah was less violent. <laughs> I I don't know. Nineveh was a pretty dirty place. All right, let's uh, let's get the rest of the boys into the room for okay. this next part. Clark Bishop, John Lee Pettymore, the two of you are standing on this wet catwalk, looking down at the body of Francis Beans. Underneath the surface of the water, deep down somewhere below, you feel this massive quake and there's a rumbling of the entire catwalk and it shakes you violently back and forth. You hold your footing, but you see this burst of light from inside the murky water below. And then you start to see bubbles coming up onto the surface of this disgusting water and looking at the body of Frances Beans, you see right next to her, the water break, and popping up to the surface is Keith Vigna. (sighs) Keith, Keith, (sighs) fuck! (sighs) I'm just flapping around, like trying to stay above water, catching my breath. Guys, get me the fuck out of this water. Oh my God, oh, Keith Vigna, is George, is George alive? Kathy screams from her spot hanging from these chains. Uh, g- get me out of here and I'll let you know what happened. I go reaching down to try and grab Keith. With nothing really keeping you from doing so, you're able to grab onto him. and We grab each other and you pull me up out of the mucky, slippery water. Get on up, get on up. I, I grab the edge and I hoist myself up. You see that Keith's skin is red and burned and kind of peeling a little bit. Am I able to first aid myself or does that need to happen by someone else? You certainly don't have the materials to do that right now. Someone's going to have to look you down. (laughs) Pee on him. Pee on him. I get up I, I fall over the I fall over the railing. I of, immediately start peeing with a penis that works. <laughs> I I get up. I fall over the railing and I am just laying sprawled out on my back on the catwalk, trying to catch my breath. What the What the fuck, Keith? Where is he? Where's my George? He didn't make it. What do you What do you mean he didn't make it? You made it. Was he not right there? He helped me get out, in a way. Get out. And then I kind of laugh. <laughs> In a way, he helped me get out. <laughs> well, what do you mean he helps you get out? He uh, 
he uh, sacrificed himself in it for me, if you will. <laughs> you heartless bastard. What the fuck happened down there? I just look up at the above me and just keep <sighs> catching my breath. Keith, are you Keith, what yeah, what happened, man? Are you with us? What what I saw you I saw you get eaten, but I felt myself get eaten. I was halfway was digested at? by a fucking fish. Yeah. I had to shoot my way out. I look at Kathy and I'm like, you know what? I don't care. You gotta know. I shot my way out. Couldn't, didn't really work. So I stuck a grenade in the hole that I made. I put George right up against that hole to shield. (laughs) (laughs) And I blew my way out of that fish. Oh no. You did what? Keith, you're the worst cop. I don't know if he had, I hope he had a quick death, but. He was screaming as I as I squirmed my way out of the Keith, hole. Keith, she doesn't need to know that. Yeah, why did Jesus. you think she should know that? There's something in me. She's just crying. There's something in me. Uh, I want to. I want to. Okay, I, I hit him. Me. I hit him with the butt of my gun in the head. Oh my god! Do you let that happen, Keith? No, I'm gonna roll against that. Yeah. All right. Melee against dodge. What are you doing? He's coming at you with the butt of his gun. Look at me. What do you do? Athletics? No, no, no. Not what role you do. What do you do to get out of the way of his gun? He's coming at you with the butt of his gun. I roll over. You roll over? Yeah. So that's a dodge. So okay. you're going to roll against his melee weapons. I have a 56 on a 30. I also failed 64 on a 40. John Lee Pettymore. 30. You kind of like sideswipe his face, but he's like literally covered in this disgusting mucusy goo that hasn't quite rinsed off completely and the butt of your gun just kind of slides right off the side of his head okay so i turn it around and i point it at his face and i say what the fuck do you mean there's something in you something i saw something in there i don't know if i'm gonna try to control it but there's something evil inside me can i look into keith's eyes do i see any difference is there a little man in there? I see a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, a little you, evil man stroking. Luke, his what does he see in your eyes? They look past you when you look into him. I look over Keith's head at Kevin John, and I'm I do just kind of like a uh, uh, look. Ooh, <laughs> 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 you pull your collar. Ooh, While they do that, I I s- s- slide myself up into a standing position. And I look down at Francis, and I'm like, well, looks like you guys got her taken care of. Should we head on? Well, I mean, she's sort of taken care of. I don't know if she, she, she's maybe not. She's just knocked out down there. I mean, she'll be, she will be have taken she's care of. floating face soon, down. Right? Well, I, she's currently she's just floating face down. So she's, she probably died a couple minutes ago. I'm saying if we want to fish her out and talk to her, that would be the time. Well, how long since she's been in the water? Uh, like a minute. Yeah, now would be the time for sure if it's not too late. <laughs> but we can try to. Do we want? Do we, we want try to, to? Or do we want to? Just Keith, you have experience in this water. Get her out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at. I look. At, I'm like, we can try to hook her out of there, but oh, she deserves that. And I, I like pat my shoulder, is which it, you notice is all fucked up from. Is it out like of you? Guy. I've just realized. I don't know if we. No, there's a. When you patted your shoulder, there's still a giant rusty fish hook inside of it. 
You may have noticed this giant rusty fish. Yeah, you just you just have a lot of slack, so you're able to keep doing stuff. I think we if <laughs> I think at this point, if we want to, I don't know if we can talk to her, but she might have something on her. We want to get out, but otherwise, I think we just continue on. And it's your niece, Keith. I mean, well, my niece put me in this position. I wouldn't have died if it hadn't been for her. So I could give a fuck about her. Is that? Well, she offered me the terrible decision that I had that made. You, that you made, yeah, of course. She presented you with the choice that you chose. <laughs> it's all her fault. It is. Had it not been for her, I wouldn't be in the position I am. I'd, I'd have never died, I don't think. That's one way to look at it, certainly. I'm either way on this. We can keep going, or if you want to fish her out, she might have something on her, but a minute face down in water... Doesn't sound dead, too promising. Should, yeah, maybe to me. we should go through her pockets. That bitch deserves anything that you fucking deem necessary. Now, will you fucking let me down, please? Well, wait, hold hold on a minute. I need to ask you something. What? What are you? Well, I'm John Lee Pettymore. Don't you recognize me? And I shoot her a wink. Her eyes go wide, and she's like, "No, you're definitely not." <laughs> Bubble gum tree, and I, but you don't know what that means. So, <laughs> I walk uh, up behind Kevin John, and I. Look at Kathy. Kathy's uh, he's telling you the truth. That's that's John. I've kind of snapped out of it real quick, and I look over, and I'm like, I know you don't want to talk to me after what I said, but I can attest to it as well. Yeah, we're we're better people for you generally than than she were, but I don't actually want to get you off them chains until you ask that last question she had. What did the circle of knowledge use them homeless people for? Her face wrinkles up, and she's like, No way. No way that all you all are all connected in all sorts of this terrible nonsense. I just we're trying don't to, believe- We're trying to peel back the terrible nonsense. You saw we're not on Francis's side. I walk past Kevin toward Kathy, and I turn and look back at Kevin. I, uh, I actually know what they were using the people for. And I look at Kathy. I said, Kathy, I'm working with Maggie now. How does she react? She just lost her husband, and she is hanging grotesquely from mid-forearms. She is in just an insane amount of pain and emotional torment. So that, while coming to her as a surprise, does not necessarily garner a massive reaction. Okay, so I guess everyone in this whole fucking world is under some weird sort of unnatural bullshit, but if you, if you, uh, well, then if you're working for her, then you fucking tell them. Well, I'm telling you, but the, we're, we're on your side now. Yeah, we're trying to stop that weird supernatural bullshit. <sighs> is that what you well, want? Well, then fucking let me down. This hurts. I go ahead and do that. I go ahead and try and help her down. I don't know how to do that. Can I do? I, Joe doesn't know how to do that because I'm not standing there. But would I be able to pull her in some way? Do you have uh, any sort of like mechanical engineering, or she's a little bit too far away from you? You'd have to like jump out to her. I mean, looking over, there is a lever that you saw Francis using to lower George Piston in. I look over at her and I tell her, "Start swinging our way. We'll grab you." I've got a, a really high survival skill. Would that help me in some way? I don't think that's necessarily what that is meant for. Okay. But uh, whoever has the highest intelligence could roll intelligence to to figure this one out. I'd say that's okay. not me. It's me. Oh no. 
<laughs> I have a 75. I crit failed 77. Okay, you Ooh. are absolutely positive that you know what you're doing. Kathy, I think you live there now. I've got this. No, I've got this. I can get it out definitely without severing any major arteries or, or hurting you in any way as we get you off this chain assembly. And you go over and do what you will to the mechanism that is holding her up. And as soon as you start fiddling with it, she drops fully into the water. The chain releases and it moves all the way down and it continues to lower and lower and lower. And now the top of the chain or the bottom that you can see of the chain right up against the water is dry and has no algae or rust on it. So you know that this is in fully engaged all the way down position oh well okay easy enough i do the opposite of what i just did and reverse that with that crit fail you lock it into position oh damn it i'm sorry <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> can i go over and like kick the lever kathy piston is drowning currently uh, i want to try and kick it back the other direction but i don't know if you'll allow that with a crit failure no i certainly won't okay <laughs> no so you can kick it yeah you, yeah. you, you can <laughs> set you can definitely kick it it uh, breaks off it I'm breaks like, off oh, completely there yeah there and go. uh and there is no lever anymore god damn it I start fiddling with the other lever, trying to swing the hook into uh, Francis to try to pull her up and see if we George, can search her. George Piston's hook? Yeah. You're trying to hook Francis Beans with George Piston's hook? Is it, it's not, is it still stuck in the fish? No, no, no. It was hanging. Yeah. It was hanging. Yeah, is yeah. she on that side? Thomas, what do you got? I'm going to dive into the water and try to save Kathy Piston. There you go. So Keith goes over and is fiddling with the other lever, and John Lee Pettymore is diving in. Oh, John! Oh, shit. That was stupid. Well, Keith, you blew, you blew up the fish thing, right? I mean, he's, he's going to be okay, right? There's, there's no fish thing, right? I don't know how many's in here. This is a look how big this tank is. Oh fuck, John, get out of there! I'm swimming straight down. Alrighty, following the chain. Uh, Luke and Joe, I'm gonna need you guys to leave the room. Oh shit! John Lee Pettymore, you dive into this dark green, murky water, and it is pretty cold on your skin as you begin swimming down directly following the chain. Yeah. So this is an interesting... That's what the chain wants me to do. <laughs> you never break the chain. So when you are going down there, I'm imagining that your mind is just filling up with all of these thoughts about what was just said above the water. How many of these creatures actually exist in this aquarium? Power is a stat in this game that is for mental fortitude. What is your power? 60. I'm gonna have you roll a power check, and if you succeed, you can continue without taking a sanity check. Okay. 30. You push all of those thoughts, those intrusive thoughts out of your mind as you begin to go hand over hand down this chain into the darkness of this water. Go ahead and roll an athletics check for me. Ooh, 93 on a 50. 93 on a 50. As you go hand over hand, you, you 
keep slipping on all this algae that is all over this chain, but you continue making your way down and you think you hear something. Your ears are completely filled up with water, but something... I think I hear something. It's perfect. God, you're right here with me inside of your mind. And as you're going down, I need you to roll luck for me. Oh, no. What's your luck at? My luck is at 20. Uh-oh. Ah! <laughs> Six! Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck yes. All right, so I was giving you one athletics check to get down there. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So you can now make your way all the way down to where Kathy is, get the hook out of her arms, and follow the chain back up to the surface. Don't say I never did anything for you, Kathy. All right, I'm going to get the other boys. Okay. Clark Bishop, you're looking down into the dark water where John Lee Pettymore just dove in. Keith, you're messing with this hook (laughs) over over there. Go ahead and roll a dexterity check for me to see if you can uh, wrap, or yeah, dexterity. For me? Yes, sir. 15 on a 60. Nice. Much like a a well-versed child in an arcade, you know exactly how to hook onto the body of Francis Beans, and you can drag her over to where you can... And then I I dump it onto the catwalk. The body. The body. The body. The body. You dump the body onto the the catwalk, and do you do anything, or you just look at it? Oh, uh, well, I want to go search uh, her, like, pockets and stuff to see if she has, like keys or any anything that we can use to continue our path into the glass compound. While he's searching, can I see if I get a pulse? Yeah, absolutely. Roll first aid for me, Clark. Uh, as he's doing that, Keith, you're going through the pockets and really all you find is a, uh, a stun gun and a card that is a dirty dog grooming key fob. Okay. Uh, I failed my first aid roll. A 68 on a 30. Yeah, she's, she's alive and well. Uh, I will take the oh she's alive what that was my fail was that i found i can tell that she's alive yeah you feel a pulse oh well i'll take the stun gun and does the card have her name on it or is it just a yes yeah it's for it's a key fob for uh the loyalty program at dirty dog grooming to francis beans all right well i'll pocket that and then uh I'll take the taser. Is there any way to check and see if that works? Is there like a light that lights up or anything on it? Sure. Yeah, the light lights up. It does the crackly noise. Yeah, when you click on, yeah, it's got two little uh, metal tips at the end and a little uh, static goes in between okay, the two cool. points. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll stick that into my pockets and then uh, is she live? Yeah, I got a pulse. Oh, shit. Do you know CPR? I do uh, first aid on her to to do CPR. Okay, roll that first aid. Clark would probably know how to do CPR too, but... I got a pretty high... It's a 9 on a 60. Yeah, Keith Vigna actually passed that exam more recently than you did. (laughs) Yeah. So, Keith, as you begin doing CPR, you realize that you have broken the sternum of the corpse of your niece, Frances Beans. Because she wasn't actually alive. No, not even remotely. (laughs) 
Keep uh, going, Keith. Keep going. You're you're doing good. I, I swear I got a pulse. <laughs> I uh, I kick her body back into the the water. Whoa, whoa, oh! I do it. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I. Uh, as as you do that, um, b- breaking the water, John Lee Pettymore. <gasps> as you rise up, you get hit in the head oh, with a oh, 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 face. I got a face a full of corpse. Of Francis yeah. Beans as corpse. you. I kicked her into the other side corpse that he face. did not dive into. Now he's got total corpse face corpse now. Face. Oh fuck, Keith. Oh John, John. And you guys help John Lee Pettymore holding Kathy Piston get onto the catwalk that you guys have all been on for some time now. But he's gag reflexing all over Keith. Yeah. Well, he they they climb they climb onto Francis's floating dead body to uh, hoist themselves up so that we can grab him. And then he throws up all over me. You got her. You got her. Him and I. All are both it, all it took up. was a little bit of luck, and I turn and wink to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Kathy looking uh, alive, and is she conscious? Nope, she is unconscious. I know CPR. <laughs> <laughs> I just rolled to do it. Yeah, you're in a pretty good mental state, and you just succeeded. So let's have that roll roll on over to Kathy Piston. <laughs> so I do a very good nine out of whatever I said sixty uh, on her. Uh, 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 staying, staying alive, alive, staying alive, and I think it's uh, 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 staying alive, staying alive, uh, 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 uh staying alive, uh, 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 staying alive. <laughs> yeah, Clark knows uh, first. Uh, <laughs> ooh, staying alive. Nice. And so Kathy, Kathy Piston began spitting up this dirty water. Right into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right into Keith's mouth. That's usually what happens when you uh, Rinsing away some of the vomit that John Lee oh, Pennymore yeah. just you, put Kathy. there. And she starts screaming. She's like, you, 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 you killed me. You saved me. Thank you. Well, we was only trying to save you, but we accidentally dropped you in that water. I'm going to need a second to recover. One Mississippi. <laughs> All right, let's go. Keith, why didn't why didn't you just do that with Francis, too? Because I think that you might have uh, felt your own pulse on her neck instead of hers. I don't think that she was actually alive when we fished her out of there. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm not actually sorry though. She's Wait, a bitch. so Clark grabbed her wrist with one hand and touched his neck with his other hand. <laughs> no, no, no. He just felt <laughs> the heat of the moment, and man. He was like, you know what? He didn't do it correctly, and he felt the pulse of his own finger and not her pulse, which is a uh, no. I, I did the neck thing, if you, yeah. <laughs> which you can still feel your own finger pulse on. So I think you you might have just fucked it up. But uh, yeah, I. Uh, tried to resuscitate a dead woman i tried my best though but then you resuscitated a live woman <laughs> yeah so and it worked so you made up for it so clark you yes, might Keith? once we once we're done with this you might need to take another first aid class but i think that's the least of our concerns yeah, rusty on that cpr that's for sure i'm glad you're here though and i look at everybody i'm like i think i'm ready to uh go see what's down there i want to go fuck marvin up yeah i think we should Go and get us one more recruit before we go, though. Who do we got? Uh, oh, our boy back there. Man, I I pissed him off earlier. But yeah, but Joe gave him a wink. So That's also, true. we can just leave you here, and if we show up with Kathy, if it's me and Joe and Kathy, 
walking down there. And well, I mean, I, say, I, hey, I, who's, who's Joe? Joe? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the water really addled my brains. <laughs> I was under for quite a while. If me and uh, Clark and Kathy walk on down there and he sees that, you know, I'm I'm with the two alleged prisoners, maybe you just hang back a little. You can, you, I'll, you I'll walk down here, a little bit like, with you, but I'll, you hold back I'll, be, I'll be close enough that I can help just if, crouch if down. need be, but <laughs> uh, I'll be outside of his view. Yeah, crawl up next Well, because he's probably looking one way. I'll just be right behind him where he can't see me. That's such a good idea. Everybody should just do that. And as you just do stand that. Stand behind the person they're trying not to be seen by. It's very stealthy. It's the only way. Clark looks down at Kathy. Kathy, are you uh, are you with us? Well, I'm certainly not against you. You want to you want to help us in this little mission of ours? What's the mission? I I just take down Marvin Glass and save the world. And I put on some sunglasses that just came out of my pocket. <laughs> she looks up and she's like. If you tell me where Leo is, then I will absolutely join you. Leo? My brother-in-law, he went missing. <sighs> he didn't... Well, we don't he know. He didn't go missing. Where'd all the missing people go? Well, we're you, trying, we're trying you to all, figure If you that really out. are John Lee Pettymore and you two are fucking who you are, then you know that everyone in contention's been gone missing. And where are they? Well, you think we took them? We're trying to figure out the same as you. But listen... Uh, Leo, we saw Leo disappear. He was disappear, disapparate, dis. Uh, you know, uh, he left this plane of existence, but he was already dead. But whose fault it is, and we know this for fact. It's, it's Marvin. Marvin it's Glasses Marvin Glass's fault. This on the world. Who is Mar? Who's you're in Marvin Glass's lair yeah, right I, now? She knows who Marvin Glasses. I fucked up. Oh, okay. Well, does. <laughs> Do a listener now. Kathy, get it matter. together. Yeah, get fucking Kathy. You're a mess. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. He's, he's a business partner, technically. So I forgot Maybe about one of my biggest clients. Rewind back to that. He's a business partner. Well, yeah, I supply him with, you know, people. Yeah, let's talk about that. How you use a people supplier. Well, we don't really need to hop on into all that as soon as I lose my husband and have my whole world turned upside down. Yeah, but John. <laughs> we just need you okay, to help us out right now. Should to... I have saved your life, or is you just a miserable sack of human trading shit? Look, ju- I, those people were compensated very fairly. They got a place to stay, and they got you know they got food to eat. And what'd you do and, to them? No, in return, I just borrowed them, you know, out to different people, right? So, like, you know, I guess. Clark, you know Maggie there at the Circle of Knowledge. She's been using them, and I know, know how Maggie's well, been using them. Do you know how Marvin's been using them? I didn't know Marvin was using. Well, yeah, Marvin. You know, he's a little bit darker, you know, than uh, than Jim was for sure. But you know, he certainly. I don't know. You know, he he uses them for fights, which isn't great. You know, obviously, but we he normally breeds them first, and then you know they're not born into a world where they're really known to any sort of comfort. So I guess it makes it slightly better. But mostly, I'm just getting that sweet, sweet money. And I, you know, I've been using all those people down there, uh, you know, uh, getting getting my clicks from my business. You are an awful sack of human shit and everything wrong with capitalism in this world. But uh, what do you mean using them different than Jim? Jim Cook? Yeah, Jim Cook. Yeah, what, he, used Marvin, to run, he, he used to run the circle of knowledge, obviously. And But what, know. yeah, but 
Why did you compare him to Marvin? Well, just because I've been working with Jim for years, and I've been working with Marvin for years, and uh, you know, I always felt fine handing people over to gotcha. Jim. Okay, they'd, they'd right. always come back, and they'd you know keep staying I'm, with me for a I while. Was, but I was confused. I thought Marvin had inherited some kind of thing from Jim, but I was I was simply confused. That was this, the way I said it was confusing. I, well, I do. <laughs> this does bring me back to another point. Uh, before I I dived into that water, don't call me Aaron. But <laughs> but Clark, what the hell? What what is the circle of knowledge using these homeless folk for? Yeah, about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Human experimentation. No, you know. Remember that thing I told you I saw in that vision, that big mm-hmm. thing that scared the day, living daylights out of me. Mm-hmm. Well, to keep it contained wherever it plane of existence it's in, mm-hmm. they need people in that plane at all times chanting to keep it there so they have a kind of continuous rotation of homeless people who kind of sort of volunteer for it like they 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 they're glad to be keeping that thing they're well compensated all right well that's better that that's better than death masses you are not off the hook cappy oh i am now clearly thank you for getting me off the hook all right good Kathy, good pun, but you still a human trafficker. Technically, but... You deal in lives. Technically, but... But nothing. You a butt-ass fucking slaver. <laughs> Guys, I and don't... And after, after this, you're going down right now. I don't think we need to be arguing with each other right now. I think we need to go get this guy off the hook, get him to help us. We got plenty of guns for all of us to go storm Marvin's place. I'm going to help. I'll take a gun. I'm going to help Kathy to her feet and pull a pistol out of my waistband and hand it to her. Wait, wait, wait. What if we use Kathy more like a human shield? No offense, Kathy, but you are a slave and scum. You said that super out loud and I I'm don't saying appreciate it. I'm saying it to your face, but like, either we kill you here right now or I don't, I don't want her arm. Here's the thing, Kevin John. Uh, Keith can attest to the fact that she's a crack shot, she hit it. She, she hit n- me. Nailed her. Nailed his foot from yards she away. She wasn't even trying to kill me. She shot me right where it couldn't kill me. She's a crack shot. <sighs> Damn it! I forgot you shot Keith, and that makes you at least half all right in my book. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I look down for a second, and I'm like, "Well, anything that what did I do to my friends? Anything <laughs> that helps." Let's go get this guy off the hook and let's get our little army. Yeah, let's get let's get this this force. Let's moving. go do it. Fox Force Five. I do hand her that pistol. She takes it and puts it in her butt. No. Wow, <laughs> she like, Come she, on. She just puts it in her back back waistband. Back waistband. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, her butt. I would like to go <laughs> over to the agent and do the same exact thing I did to fish out. Wow, I thought you were going to say the same exact thing you did to him before. No, no. <laughs> I was uh, like, it is awful to play with you. No, uh, I want to go over and, and uh, play with uh, the uh, mechanism and try to, because he's not lowered down in, I just want to move him back over to close to the catwalk and try to get him down. Okay, roll intelligence for me, Keith, if you're doing that by yourself. Does anyone want to yeah, roll, I'll, I'll roll to help me like we've done before? <laughs> yeah, if John, I got an if, 11, a crit success. Okay, yeah, if John is over there helping, you have okay. a much better shot. Cool, cool. So you guys walk over to the body of Agent Trent Shad with uh, Doug Jacobs inside. Can I hang back and talk to Kathy privately? Absolutely. I don't know if you want to do it now or later, but as they're walking ahead to get Agent Doug Chad down, I'm going to kind of hold Kathy's arm back a little bit. I need, I need to talk to you. Okay. 
you guys, I'll, I'll have Thomas and Luke leave the room. Okay. All right, so you see John Lee Pettymore and Keith Vigna begin to get Doug Jacobs off of his hook. And Kathy looks at you and she's like, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I, I just wanted to pick your brain for a second here. Um, do you trust Maggie? Maggie? Yeah, you've been providing bodies, it sounds like, to her and Jim for a while now. I just wonder what your thoughts on her are right now. Oh, she's certainly a little bit more rough around the edges than her old man was, that's for sure. She's been fine to deal with on my end, but, you know, she does have that fire in her eye. <laughs> in the last, I don't know, couple years, how long have you, you been providing bodies to him? Uh, homeless folks to him? Gosh, 20 years? Is there any chance in the last year or two... Um, they were coming back any different? Have, they, have the homeless people ever spoken to you about changes or things that have been different about their time there at the circle? Or Now? In the past, what, since the changeover happened? You know about the changeover? Well, I mean, clearly Maggie's in charge now because her old man died, right? Jim died? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was wondering if there's been a change. Strangled there. in an alleyway in the city? Can you imagine? God. Ugh. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, he was a... He was a fine man to deal with. Seemed like he had his head on his shoulder straight, you know? Maybe a little bit of an alcohol problem, but past that, meh. Who doesn't have a vice? <laughs> but come to think of it, I, I haven't seen any of the the people I've dropped off with her uh, in the past uh, week. You know, I, I typically, you know, she they'd normally keep them for a while. But, so I haven't gotten any back from her, I will say. I've, I used to get him back from Jim. You know, we'd have a pretty daily rotation going in and out. So it's unusual the amount of time it's been since you've seen your stock? I suppose so, but I've been in the hospital with George past couple days, you know, about a week now, you know, and uh, we got dragged out of there by these thugs. <sighs> so to clarify, you're you're like an independent contractor. Are you, you're not part of the circle, are you? No. Gotcha. The, the circle, no. No, God, no. I'm not part of any of that nonsense. I'm just in it for the money, baby. <laughs> baby! I'm just in it for the money, baby. All right, all right Kathy. Thank, uh, thanks for talking to me. I now, he said Leo disappeared. What? What's that? He disappeared? Like, you don't know where he is? Or you, he said he saw him disappear, and then he said disapparate, which I have no idea what the fuck that means. Well, you, you said it yourself. People have been disappearing all over contention yeah but i didn't think actually disappearing like not existing anymore well we're not exactly sure that's exactly the case but that's what it looks like right now you saw my brother-in-law leo piston he was there in front of you and then all of a sudden he was not yeah kathy uh john wasn't lying he he, he was dead before he disappeared how? You remember uh, that incident with the the Maxwell girl? Oh yeah. She she finally got her revenge. Julie or Ashley? Julie. I was gonna say if Ashley got her revenge, that would I mean you know not counting anything out of sorts these days with everything that's going on. But Julie Julie killed Leo. Julie killed Leo, but Kathy, I'm here to tell you, I I killed Julie. Some some modicum of justice was dealt. She just throws her arms around you 
and starts sobbing into your shoulder. I, uh, Clark doesn't know how to react to that very well, and I don't think he fully embraces her. It's just kind of an awkward pat on the back. What does a god do to a crying woman? <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, they're there, my flock. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah. And the two of you go walking down the catwalk, and you see that Keith and John have gotten Doug Jacobs down in the body of Agent. In the Trinchat. body of Agent Trinchat. Nice. We don't utilize it in its entirety. It's a wasted opportunity, and this podcast is illegitimate bullshit. I've actually listened to every episode uh, about five times, and there's parts where, like, I feel like they don't even remember what they were doing. <laughs> uh, all right, Thomas, Luke, can you guys use your radio voices from here on out? Yeah, I'll just use my oh, normal voice. You wanted, voice, us, to sound, you wanted us to sound sexy. We can do a little bit of that, ladies. <laughs> I'm just thinking God Keith 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 Vigna. Keith Vigna didn't die so that I don't have to like figure out a new character voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Keith. I just don't want to have to do that. What but character voice? Exactly. If I die and I have a new character, I'll have to do one. <laughs> All right. So Clark Bishop comes walking down the catwalk with Kathy Piston in their rocket. <laughs> yeah, gonna read you all that. <coughs> okay. Clark Bishop. <laughs> God damn it. Clark Bishop and Keith. Fuck. <laughs> you were nervous. Clark Bishop. I thought you were going to do it again, I know. you asshole. Clark Bishop. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, let's do. Audio medium. Let's do three seconds and then go. Clark Bishop and Kathy Piston are walking down the catwalk and they get there just in time for Keith Vigna and John Lee Pettymore to pull down Doug Jacobs in the body of Agent Trent Chad and the five of you are standing on the catwalk. I reach out a hand for a handshake from Doug Chad. Glad to see you're still with us. I... I don't... I don't... Uh, and he looks extremely weak and dazed, and he can't really string any sort of semblance of a thought together right now. Hey, man, how do you feel um, about your own wishes versus our wishes, vis-a-vis uh, -vis how you would carry your actions out? Well, let me put this another way. Slap yourself in the face. And he shakes his head That's no. smart. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. That's a cop field examination uh, for shock. And you passed. <laughs> I look at uh, both my fellow, I guess, former officers at this point, but both my fellow officers and Kathy and, and Trent Chad, and I like beckon behind us, and I'm like, we came here for a singular purpose. I think we ought to keep going. That's right, boys. Let's go kick some glass. <laughs> <laughs> Clap, clap. <laughs>